Hey everyone, a quick announcement for all you SP Streamer fans out there. The SP Streamer Pod is now proud to call the Rotorballer Podcast Network our home. Head over to Rotorballer for nonstop fantasy baseball news, analysis, and advice all season long. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 48 for On the Bump, an SP Streamer podcast for Thursday, July 2nd. I'm your host, Doug Ishikawa. You can find me on Twitter at CoachingIsh. Even though he crushed our dreams in the Baseball Pods Championship bracket, I'm still excited to bring on our very special guest this morning, the founder of Prospects 365. It's Mr. Ray Butler. Good morning, Ray. What's going on? Man, I really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. We got to bring on the master of the prospects. I uh, had a good time uh, going up against you. It, the, the podcast championships feel like forever ago. Yeah, but like I think a, a, lot, a lifetime ago. Yeah. Oh, a lifetime ago. But it allowed us all to kind of get to know each other a little bit. And so you've been on the docket waiting to come on for a very long time. Uh, let's get into it this morning. We are headed into Texas to break down two prospects from the Rangers farm system. Ray, we don't have to talk about their new stadium, even though whatever it might look like. Let's talk about baseball. Um, who do you like out of the, that farm system over there in Texas? So it, it was interesting when you asked me, uh, you kind of gave me my options of teams I could choose from to talk about a couple of their prospects. I, I intentionally chose the Rangers because I enjoy talking about Nick Solak. Uh, you know, I, both of the guys I'm talking about, I kind of want to talk about how they can impact your fantasy team in 2020. I kind of did some math, of course, with a shortened 60 game season. Solak is going to play an everyday role for the Rangers, in my opinion, and it's really, really interesting. If you kind of extrapolate Luis Roberts' season, and let's say he plays all 60 games, Steamer thinks that he's going to slash 273, 318, 494, with 30 runs scored, 10 home runs, 35 RBIs, and 9 stolen bases. His ADP right now is 74. That's Luis Robert. Okay, on the flip side, let's talk about Nick Solak. If Nick Solak were to play all 60 games. Uh, they think the uh, steamer thinks he's going to slash 268, 339, 445 with 29 runs scored, nine home runs, 31 RBIs, and three stolen bases. So, in a lot of those key categories, Solak is neck and neck with Luis Robert. And the thing is, Solak's ADP is 254 right now. And you have to pay a little bit of a penalty because heading into the season, he's only going to be utility only. So in leagues, I play in a lot of NFBC leagues, and that's going to penalize you at the very start of the season. But with the shortened season, he's only going to have to play four games at a position to gain that eligibility. So we're talking about him. You might be able to insert him, uh, whether it's second base or third base, maybe first base, or even in the outfield by the end of the first week. And that opens up just so many opportunities for you at a really, really discounted rate. Uh, Solak was my 49th ranked prospect coming into the season. Uh, I've been really, really high on him. He has a long track record of success in the minor leagues. Uh, and it's just really fun to kind of compare what the projection systems kind of think of him at his ADP relative to a guy like Luis Robert, who you're going to have to draft inside of the top 75. Really high on Solak this season and moving forward. I think he's a really, really good player. Like that pick, a lot of guys aren't really talking about Nick Solak that much. That's why we do these podcasts so we can get some of these players' names out there. Is there another player 
in the Rangers system that you have enjoyed watching as much or somebody who you think could make an impact? Yeah, a guy that I find myself a little bit higher on than most of the prospect industry is Joe Palumbo, a left-handed pitching prospect. He's a guy who had Tommy John surgery in 2017. Uh, He kind of eased his way back in towards the end of 2018, and then last year was his first full season back. He pitched in double-A, triple-A, and then he had a small stint at the big league level. And if you look at those numbers once he was promoted to Texas – By and large, he was absolutely horrendous statistically. His ERA was 918. Uh, That drops down to a 4.76 XFIP because he allowed 3.78 home runs per nine innings, just an absolute ghastly amount of home runs. I do think uh, he did suffer from a little bit of batted, uh, poor batted ball luck. That's kind of uh, that can certainly as he only threw 16.2 innings pitched at the big league level. Uh, He was much better at double A and triple A. He misses bats. Uh, He kind of leans on his fastball. I think he threw it somewhere around 57% last year. In my opinion, his curveball is his best pitch. I would like to see that usage increase a little bit. He also threw his changeup 17% of the time. So from a a usage standpoint, that is a viable third pitch. He's not going to be a guy who breaks into the Rangers starting rotation to begin the season. He is a guy I could see piggyback uh, a starter early in the season. And if the Rangers have a rotation injury, uh, you know, maybe a Corey Kluber can't stay healthy or a Mike Miner, someone like that. I think Palumbo is the next guy in. He's a guy that you can get for dirt cheap uh, in your deeper fantasy leagues before the shutdown and draft championships. He was kind of one of my last round picks, and those are 50-round uh, drafts because you don't get waiver moves. So Palumbo was a common guy that I was targeting just because uh, he's going to kind of be that next guy up. And in a shortened season, he's going to kind of feel that multi-inning reliever uh, role. He could be a fireman and he could lean more on his fastball curveball. And like I said, if one of the Rangers starters uh, goes out via injury, I do think he's going to be one of the first people the Rangers lean on this summer. Yeah, Nick Solek as well as Joe Palumbo, two really intriguing names out of Texas. Uh, under the radar a little bit, if you're still drafting, if you're looking at Dynasty, those are names that you can easily scoop up and, and be the smartest person in the room. You know, every day we hope that you head over to our site, spstreamer.com, or hit us up on Twitter. Hit that subscribe button or send us a review if you're digging what we're doing. Ray, I really do appreciate you taking the time to come on with us this morning. Yeah, absolutely. I'll leave you with a hot take. I think Nick Solak, top three AL Rookie of the Year. Book it. Hot take from Ray Butler. Ray, where can we connect with you again on Twitter as well? Yeah, absolutely. You can follow me and kind of the inner workings of the site at Prospects365 on Twitter. Of course, the site is Prospects365.com. We've been hitting it hard with MLB draft coverage, but of course, we're kind of now transitioning back into the second phase of the fantasy season with redraft stuff, uh, just all sorts of content like that. I really, really appreciate you having me on, man. Anytime. You're a welcome back. Your takes are awesome. Um, we've been trying to get together for a very long time now. And so it was, a, it was an absolute, a lot of fun to have you on this morning. Uh, before we leave today, make sure that you get your daily read on Alex fast from pitcher list wrote a good one entitled how codify is reinventing pitching. Go see what the next pitching revolution is all about. That's going to do it for us this morning. For Ray Butler, I'm Doug Ishikawa. Thanks again for hanging with the fastest fantasy baseball morning podcast in the land. We'll be back very soon to once again cover some prospects, good reads, and to give you a quick listen during that much-needed coffee break. Take care, stay safe, and we will see you soon. 